What does it actually mean to be a bad bitch? I'm your host, Valerie Martin, and if you're asking me, it means being fully alive, unstoppable, kicking ass at the things that light you up, and being permanently unavailable for the things that make you feel like shit. Whether you're a boss bitch business owner or just someone who goes hard on your personal and professional growth, buckle the fuck up and get ready to be inspired, challenged, and take action. Let's do this, boo. Hey y'all, I'm Valerie and welcome to episode one of Bad Bitch Therapist Podcast. Oh my goodness, the moment has finally arrived and I'm so excited for this. A little bit about me. I am a therapist and I have been podcasting on and off since about 2015. So it's been a meandering path here of numerous different podcasts. And I really think that this one is going to be a blend of most of my favorite aspects of the other shows and in a way that really aligns with my vibe and the kind of people that I want to connect with in this new show. So couldn't be more excited to invite you to this first episode. This one will be solo and then future episodes will be a blend of solo episodes and interviews. Interviews will range probably 30 to 40 minutes with solo episodes being closer to 15 to 30 want to keep these shows a little bit shorter than some of my previous podcasts since there are so many incredible content out there to listen to. We're going to start episodes bi-weekly, and my hope is within the next few months to step up to a weekly cadence. And if you've been following me for a little while, you've probably heard me say on more than one occasion, oh my gosh, you guys, I need help with the podcast. (laughs) This is why I'm not on schedule. And guess what? It is finally happening. I have hired Simona Costantini, who has an amazing team and just I love her vibe so much. And she is an awesome podcast producer and host of a couple of her own shows. You can check her out at simonacostantini.com and the spelling for that will be in the show notes. So yeah, expect episodes that are polished AF, that make us sound probably smarter than we are. No, not really. I mean, keeping it real still for sure. (laughs) But I'm really excited to be, quote, going pro with this new show. We'll be on YouTube, have all the cute social media assets, all the things. So super exciting. Who is this podcast for? It's for high-achieving women who are always wanting to grow and who strive to take no shit. Keyword strive, because let's be real, this is aspirational and challenging people-pleasing tendencies in a patriarchal society is kind of a lifelong deal. It's also for business owners. So some, but not all episodes may be more specific to business owners and entrepreneurship because it's just something I'm really passionate about. And my coaching offerings through badbitchtherapist.co are really focused on women entrepreneurs. So you can find those offers there on the website. I'm sure there will be points where I share a little bit more about them. And this podcast is also for people who are unoffended by colorful language and by progressive values because I don't plan on being shy about either one. And also, let's just like talk about the elephant in the room. The word bitch is complicated, you guys. So actually, in episode two, 
I have a really, really awesome conversation about this, about the word bitch, with my dear friend Jasmine Cage, who's an artist, yogi, and all-around multi-talented badass. So definitely check out that conversation. Okay, so in this episode, I want to talk about three qualities you need to cultivate to saunter into your bad bitch era. And we're also going to get into, with each quality, an action step that you can realistically do in the next 24 hours. You will learn about me if you don't already know this, that I am very action biased. I'm obsessed with getting into action. And we will also talk at the end about how to deal when we don't follow through with the action that we intended. So quality number one is grit. You may have heard of the book Grit by Angela Duckworth, and I'll describe to you because she has the best definition, I would hope so if you wrote the book, of this word. She says, grit is passion and perseverance for long-term goals. One way to think about grit is to consider what grit isn't. Grit isn't talent. It isn't luck. Grit isn't how intensely for the moment you want something. Instead, Grit is about having what some researchers call an ultimate concern, a goal you care so much about that it organizes and gives meaning to almost everything you do. And grit is holding steadfast to that goal, even when you fall down, even when you screw up, even when progress toward that goal is halting or slow. Ah, love that so much. So grit really is about showing up for yourself even when you don't feel like it, even when it's hard. And that is one of the things that honestly is kind of lacking in our culture. And it's this, like we've fallen into this dichotomy of either it's like hustle at any cost and just grind, grind, grind yourself into the ground and burn out. Or because we're so terrified of that, prioritizing rest and self-care and being like, frankly, a little too gentle, that we don't actually challenge ourselves, we don't light that fire under ourselves to do the things that matter to us, and then we feel like shit about ourselves. So I don't really think that this other end of the pendulum is the answer, and we'll be talking a lot about that across various episodes. So the action step for this one for grit is to reflect on what is one area that I want to show up more consistently for myself and what would be one clear action I could take within that area in the next 24 hours. So keep it specific and simple. For example, I'm really tired today, so I will set a bedtime alarm for 9 p.m. and I'll be in bed by 9.30 tonight. Or I know that I haven't been moving my body and I'm super busy, I can't necessarily go to the gym for an hour, but I will go ahead and put in my calendar for tomorrow afternoon on a break, a 20-minute walk. So those are just some simple examples. And I'm going to encourage you to pause the podcast for just a moment. Don't take longer than a minute because this is not about identifying perfect action. It's about just getting into action. So pause for a minute once you've identified your item and when you plan to follow through on it, push play. Okay. Item number two, our second quality to cultivate, is attunement. So this is that beautiful counterbalance for grit. This quality is so key in cultivating this 
like inner loving parent or inner coach, whatever terminology you prefer. And this is what keeps us from being a relentless asshole to ourselves when we do actually need a break or we need to slow our pace because those moments will definitely happen. And depending on where you sort of naturally tend to fall across the spectrum, some people need they already have like the grit kind of dialed in maybe a little bit too much and it's not actually being put into check by enough attunement or they have the attunement more put into check but they haven't really cultivated the grit in the way that might benefit them. So these things really come hand in hand or need to. And some examples that I like to give with this quality Um, imagine if you were a parent and I'm not, so this is totally hypothetical, but I can even put myself in these shoes. If you were a parent of a young child and your child was like, I don't feel like going to school today. I'm sick. Now, if your kid said this like every other day and was like, oh, I just have a tummy ache. Am I, I just have a little headache. I don't want to go to school. I don't feel like it. Are you just going to be as the parent like, oh, okay, honey. Well, no worries. You can just stay home today. Probably not, right? And you're hopefully also not going to be like, well, I don't care what you feel. You're getting in the car. Um, There's a compassionate and direct way of responding to that as there is with ourselves. However, on the flip side of that, if your kid was like, running a fever of 100 degrees and had a really bad stomach ache or had thrown up the night before and was like, I don't feel good. Would you be like, listen, I don't care. You're doing it, right? I mean, that sounds maybe extreme, but we absolutely do that with ourselves, right? We're like, I don't care that you got four hours of sleep. You signed up for this class at the gym. You're going, right? So it's finding that balance of being able to be attuned and responsive to what's actually happening now. What is the data that I'm getting and how do I need to course correct or adjust accordingly? So another example would be if this same hypothetical child um, was terrified of needles, terrified of going to the doctor and getting their shots, and yet these shots might be really important and the parent knows that. Now again, a super permissive, laissez-faire kind of response of like, oh, oh, you don't want to go get your shots? Okay, well, I know it's, yeah, it's going to be painful. That's that's fine. You don't have to do it. Like that's kind of shitty parenting, TBH. <laughs> and yet the, you know, quit your crying and get in the car, um, that kind of attitude obviously isn't helpful either. So that validation doesn't have to mean agreement of, oh, I know, sweetheart, this, it's, gonna suck. It's gonna hurt for a minute, but I will be holding your hand every step of the way. I will not let anyone do anything mean to you. It's only gonna hurt for a second and then you're gonna be so much better as a result. We have to give ourselves these pep talks. You can have it as an idea, as a a principle or philosophy, but unless you're putting it into action by actually coaching yourself in this way, I mean, I recommend out loud or in a journal because if it's just sort of floating around your head, it's not as powerful. So literally coaching yourself out loud um, with these kinds of hard situations that we have to sort of really amp ourselves up for and recognize that we can validate what's hard and still take the action anyway. But again, sometimes attunement means, you know what? We actually need to reschedule the shots because you do have 102 fever and I'm not going to do that to you or the person giving you the shots, right? So always being attuned to what's happening now. 
Okay, our action step for this one. What is an area that you want to practice more attunement to your needs in? And how might you remind yourself of that over the next 24 hours? So an example might be listening better to what my body needs during my workout or knowing when it would feel better to stick my phone in a drawer for a couple of hours because I'm turning cross-eyed looking at this thing. Bonus points if you set a phone alarm or two to remind you in the next 24 hours. So pause the podcast again and identify your action for attunement and your plan for follow through. Okay, quality number three to cultivate to step into your bad bitch era. You might think of humility or being humble as the opposite of bad bitch energy. However, humility is a super necessary counterbalance, there it is again, to the confidence and toughness that's sort of implied with bad bitch. For example, you might think if you were really a bad bitch or say successful in your business, your field, a good parent, whatever the thing is that you're aiming for, a good athlete, that you shouldn't really need to show vulnerability or ask for help or support. However, the key is that a real bad bitch knows when to check her ego, to swallow her pride, and to ask for the support she needs. So for your action step, what is one thing that you need to ask for today or tomorrow from someone in your support system? And that can include like your friends and family or coworkers, um, but it also might include paid help if you have the, the privilege in, to be able to do that. So it could be anything from reaching out to a friend to plan a happy hour because you desperately need some social connection or venting time. Uh, it could be hiring a house cleaner, even if it's for one time, to come in and help because you just don't have the bandwidth and you have to take something off your plate this week. So pause the podcast, identify your action step, and your plan for follow through. Okay, my friend. Excellent work identifying your action steps. If you did not pause and do that now or during the podcast, I encourage you to take a few minutes after listening to this if you are able. And as I said at the beginning, I do want to remind you, remind all of us, that there will be times that we set an intention for an action step. Uh, We set a goal. We tell ourselves, I'm going to do X thing on X date. And we don't do it, right? And the more that we set ourselves up in this way and just accept that we don't keep our word to ourselves, the more that we reinforce a belief that we are not trustworthy. And so we want to interrupt that and look at when we don't follow through with what we said, what we told ourselves, most importantly, that we would do. It is not a license to be an asshole to yourself. You will hear me say that over and over again. That is counterproductive, that kind of shame spiral and negative self-talk. But we do need to take it as an opportunity to get curious, to break down what got in our way of following through, and to identify what the missing elements are that we need to have to make it happen next time, to make it more likely to quote unquote succeed with our follow through next time. So collecting that data is super important. And with any of these action steps that you set, if you don't follow through on them, that is my strong encouragement and and invitation to you is to be that curious scientist. Break down what happened that got in your way of doing the thing and see if you can set a 
plan two, plan B for taking the action step in a way that is more realistic and aligned with your actual human scaled life and not this imaginary mythical place where we are caught up on things and at our strongest, best energy all the time. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you have requests for future episode topics or guest recommendations, or think that you might be a great guest, please send them my way. You can email me at heyboo at badbitchtherapist.co, C-O, or DM at bad.bitch.therapist on Instagram. Thanks so much. Hell yeah, friend, you made it to the end. I so appreciate you tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode, make my day by subscribing and leaving a five-star review to help other people find this podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to grab my free video training on how to get shit done toward your high priority goals without getting distracted or stuck by ADHD or squirrel brain. Just head to badbitchtherapist.co slash three tips. That's .co slash the number three tips. You can follow my antics on TikTok at Bad Bitch Therapist and on Instagram at the same, but with dots between the words. Thanks so much for being here. Now go out there and have a great fucking day.